Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Darlings and happy hump day. Welcome to another episode of Front Porch Sex Talk. I am your host, Monica Lee, and I have a very, very special guest, James the Hammer of the Morning Mayhem radio show. A lot of you know him. He rocks your mornings here in Houston. So tonight we have... A little bit of mayhem on the front porch. I love that song. Every time I, I I listen to you and you're with me, that song is constantly going through my head, James. You know, from Hail from a little mayhem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it's good to be here this evening. Thank you for having me, Monica. How are you doing, darling? I'm I'm good. I'm great. I'm uh, ready to ready to rock it on the uh, uh, eight o'clock in the evening show. I'm I'm excited about that. I know, because you start early in the morning, don't you? Oh, 6 a.m. is when uh, when I hit the airwaves. Yeah, that's early. <laughs> I get the vibration, but I, I, I get the vibration because I usually put my cell phone at the top of my, my treehouse, and so it vibrates. So it's like, oh, that's James. You know, the nipples get a little hard. I'm like, yeah, that's James. <laughs> so it's always nice to have you wake me up. Whether you're oh, here or not, well, you know, girl can dream. A girl can dream. So <laughs> tonight we are going to be talking about BDM versus rough sex. You know, because in that in, in Fifty Shades, who will you be seeing? Mr. Gray will see you now, or is it Mr. Wannabe? Because there's a there's that fine line. Darlings, between rough sex and BDSM. So tonight, that's what we're going to talk about. You know, some people get those two concepts confused and twisted, and some see it as just a way to go on a, you know, power trip, whatever. And that can go both ways. It could be the the female having that power trip or the guy having the power trip. You know, there are some women out there who like it a bit rough. I mean, spank my butt and pull some hair. Yes, please. That's all I say. Yes, please. (laughs) And guys (laughs) like it a little bit rough, too. They like that, you know, that ass spank. What about you, James? You like your ass spank? Um, I'm not much of of the being spanked type. Um, uh, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind it. Uh, I mean, there's a decent way of, of biting somebody's neck, right? You know, and, and I don't mind that sometimes. But you know, there and again, as you said, there's there's those fine lines between that and ooh. So, I guess right. I mean, oh yeah, I like a little bit, a little nibble there on the neck, and that just—I'm not responsible for what happens after that. But you know, because <laughs> anything's possible. I posted something the other day on Facebook, and it was about how to kiss a girl. I, I think I had that thing on repeat all day long because I mean, he went behind her, kissed on her neck. He had the facial hair going on. Look, I'm having a moment right now. I'm trying to gather my composure. <laughs> Grabbed her ponytail, moved it to the side. She was You could tell she was, like, drunk. And that's good stuff right there. But, you know, I don't know. You know, some people, again, they... they and, and what brought... There's some people, women out there. I'm going to start with the women first. Because this whole... 
thing of Christian Grey and the Fifty Shades thing, you know, that, that sparked a lot of women who don't normally speak like that or don't, they normally don't even think about that, but maybe they do, but they're a little afraid to tell their significant other about it. You know, that sparked this whole revolution of, um, I don't know, the, 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 the housewife who never said anything, you know, she's, you know, binge reading these books and probably rubbing one out while she did that. I I don't judge. I don't hate you. I'm sure. I mean, right. look, I mean, I watched the movie. And I'm not going to say that doesn't or does not. He does or does not happen. You got to be here. Just saying. But <laughs> <laughs> some women find it highly erotic. And then if they're with someone who they're like, yeah, you know, I like it rough. Well, Sometimes guys take it a little bit too far and maybe go on this power trip and people get hurt. What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I, yeah, I completely agree with you. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there's other elements to those things as well. Um, uh, I mean, definitely if, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you don't, like, like let's just say, for instance, when you're choking somebody. Um, the purpose isn't to necessarily uh, crush their windpipe by pushing down, but more <laughs> so, um, more so, it's, it's really the the, uh, the closing off of the jugular, you know, or on both sides of the neck, uh, to uh, you know get that uh, loss of blood to the head. But but in a, yeah, remember that game people used to play when we were kids? Uh, you know, you just kind of hold somebody up against the wall. And you let them go, and then they go falling down dizzy and all that good stuff. I never played that. You never saw anybody do that before? No. Kind of like putting somebody in the sleeper hole. Yeah, I was very shocked. People get get euphoric from the loss of blood in their brain. Oh, wow. But you don't have to choke them to death, but, you know, like literally, uh, you know, you know, beating up their windpipe. You know, the the purpose right. of it is really, it is to just close off the blood to the, to the brain. Then, of course, you don't want to do it to, to the point of uh, complete uh, unconsciousness either. Right. Uh, but again, there's those fine lines, you know. And then there's those fine lines. I would think, you know, on the flip side, where you really don't want to do that because it kind of freaks you out when somebody wants you to be. You know, extremely aggressive, but they've told you stories of their past, and you're like, yeah, I don't know about all that, because, no. <laughs> you know, that's a strength that tells me like me, if I had a bad experience. You know, rough is rough, but, and I don't mind horse playing and having fun like that, but you catch me off guard with a simple, playful slap, and I want to knock your teeth in. Exactly. Because, no. that, because that's my reflex. Right, and you need to have these conversations outside the bedroom before this even happens because if, you know, one, you want to set boundaries. Everything needs to be set. You know, your boundaries have to be set. You need to say your safe word. I mean, even if you're not planning on it tonight, you want to be romantic and you want to put the penis in the vagina, the love wand in the yoni, the lingam, whatever, and you want to, you know, have Barry White in the background, just that smooth jam. But maybe you you flip a switch and you want to get a little freaky-dinky or something like that. You want to be ready because you never know when it might hit you that you might want to just, oh, you know. So you need to have these discussions. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, how much is how how rough is too rough? You know, for one person it may be you know maybe one thing, uh, to another it may be like literally a punch to the face is too much. Anything aside from that may be okay. Yeah, I mean, because some people like that roughness, and it's like to me, I. I don't want to bleed. I, I don't want I don't want my nose bashed. I don't want right. I don't want my jaw busted. I don't want anything like that. I mean, 
you know, there, but there are some people who really get off to having it so rough that they're inflicting bruises and, you know, broken bones and stuff like and bleeding. Somebody said something to me actually it was a few days ago about now I can't even remember. Uh, what is it? Strawberry cream or something like that, where they punch them in the nose and then, mm. you know, they uh, proceed to ejaculate in the blood. Sure. I, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. in the actual hell? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's some stuff out there that people are, are really into. And I don't judge, but I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Um, I've seen women um, find men online and say, you know, that they're looking for a master because, you know, are you going to play master and service servant? Oh, you see, I had to throw Depeche Mode in there. You, you, it's sure. Wednesday. Of course I'm going to throw Depeche Mode in there. <laughs> Let's play master and servant, you know, or, you know, it's, you just don't know. And I've I've heard these horror stories where women find these guys online. They don't know who they are. They just show up at some random place, their house, a hotel room, whatever, and they barely make it out alive because, you know, they didn't it, – it just went south really, really bad. Is everything like that in BDSM? No, not at all. I mean, you have some places that actually have, like, a a dungeon master. And even in the chat rooms that um, where people gather, you know, and it's just chat. There's always a dungeon master that, you know, people can be reported to. Right. So what do you think about that? Have you ever been to anything like that? Um, I've I've never been to a singular place like that. I've I've been to conventions where uh, examples of things were, you know, out and about and on display, things like that. But uh, I don't know, never, never, never a house of pain. <laughs> and never, and never. Um, I guess I'm I'm I like a I like an aggressive woman, but I don't like her too aggressive. I like being the aggressor, but sometimes I, I, I don't want to be, you know, the aggressor. But I'm not so sure about all of that uh, dom and sub thing. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, 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 no, no. I I have too much attitude for me to be a sub. And uh, <laughs> I, I can promise you that. That, was, that won't last very long at all. Um, but for me to be a dom in that aspect, um, I would think that uh, it, it would take a lot, and, and there would have to be a lot of trust in the relationship because um, I'm I'm pretty demanding as it is just in normal day to day life. You know, if you're going to give me that much control uh, in in the sexual relationship, I, I think you would have to. You would have to be a strong person to know which is for pleasure and which is because I'm just a big pain in the ass. <laughs> right, pretty simple. But sometimes it's not for some people, you know? <laughs> well, you know, it takes a lot of trust, a lot, a lot of trust to, I, and yes, I talk about on here, yes, I, I'm looking for that guy that's going to know how to fuck me and how to make love to me. And that's kind of where, you know, I I need to have that complete total trust because, you know, and still be able to let him explore and let me be explored and vice versa. So at the same time, though, I I don't, you know, I can't just do that with anybody. I may talk about it, like spank my ass and pull my hair, but, um, that's gonna. That's just. That's just not for anybody. That's right. Just not for anybody. Although no, no. I was, I was out and about one time. I was at a concert, and that did happen to me. Some guy just 
walked by, smacked my ass, and pulled my hair. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are we, like, in junior high here? At least tell me your name. Shit. (laughs) He totally, that totally threw him off guard because he wasn't expecting that. But, and, you know, much like yourself, I, I guess I tend to be, mostly the the dominant person. I do know how to be submissive. And I like to have that submissiveness. Um, But if I see you're slacking, I'm like, well, shit, I got to take over, you know? And and there's a fine line, too, between... And when I tell people, you know, when people are like, uh, you know, about being submissive, actually being submissive is more about being the dominant because you are truly in control. Your safe words... You call the shots of what you want, how much you want, when you want it, the whole nine. So, you know, it's really the the dominant who is having to have a bit of that submissiveness. So, yeah, I, uh, I've, I've heard the same things as well. I guess, you know, my point of view, um, speaking for myself anyways, is that, like, like I said, um, I I can be very um, overbearing, I suppose, in some instances, and uh, uh, you know it bleeds over into most aspects of life. But uh, you try to keep some things separated because um, one shouldn't be part of the other. You know what I mean? There shouldn't be shouldn't be it shouldn't be a punishment or a reward, so to speak. Exactly. No, I get it. No, I was just going to say, you know, with, with Tantra, you know, because I do practice Tantra and I am not part of that BDSM world. I do have quite a few friends in that community. And, um, but, you know, I'm more about the cosmic connection and, you know, just, Oh, losing ourselves in that whole orgasmic energy. So, like you said, you know, it shouldn't be the whole reward or punishment type of thing. Or it's all about me or it's all about you. Because, again, with Tantra, it's about us. So that's a whole other other show. We're still talking about sex. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So have you we ever know, been? We've got, we've got plenty of shows coming up. I know. I'm so excited. So have you ever been with a woman who tried to dominate you? Um, Maybe bend you over her knee and say, call you bad boy? No. No. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling that, uh, that my demeanor, just even even if they were leaning towards something like that, that uh, my, my demeanor would... Uh, Set them in a different course. Um, <laughs> that's, that's just how I perceive it. I could be totally wrong. I, I don't know. Um, but I, I guess that, uh, you know, again, I I'm, I can be very, well, you know me. You know what I mean? We spend time together. We, we hang yeah. out. Um, I, I don't, um, I don't, uh, I don't cover things up real well, you know. If I if I feel something about something, uh, whether I say it or not, you can read it on my face. And if you can't read it, then uh, my point of view is there's something wrong with you, not me. <laughs> because it's exactly. weird thing. You know, it's, it's, it's a big bright light or the big, you know, shutdown. So either way. But um, I have, uh, I have, this, is, this has always been a weird one for me. I'm not sure I quite understand it. And I think it is part of um, of some form of BDSM. Uh, but when the uh, when the female calls me daddy, ooh, I just I just I, I don't feel good about that one. <laughs> you know, or or uses that like when she, you know, like like say for instance, you, you know, like even if I read something somewhere, you know, that says I can't wait to get home to my daddy, and uh, you know. Give him the best love and that's that and the other and I'm like, mm, yeah, see that just that does not work for me either. 
Yeah, I get you every Wednesday morning when I call into your show and say, what do you do, Big Daddy? (laughs) But that's that's in a different way altogether. You know, know, if you were bending over in front of me saying, yeah, Daddy, give it to me harder, I'd be like, whoa. Uh, Yeah, that's that's not me. (laughs) You know, I don't know. But but again, because I haven't, I guess, really um, been explained why that works for and it seems to be like a lot of people. We um, have one listener that wants to call you Poppy. What if I call you Poppy, she's saying. Is that my stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess that one would be okay to a point. But then again, like um Growing up in a Spanish family, uh, that 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 word was used quite a bit in, in a loving and nurturing manner. Um, exactly. Even between father and son. Right. And, I mean, uh, you know, with so, my son, I, you know, I don't call him Papi, but I call him Pops for Papa, or I call him Papa or Pops. But yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing, you know, because I'm I'm I am Latina, and 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 it never fails when I go out with. Um, a white guy, Caucasian. He always wants me to call him Papi. I'm like, make me. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, 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 and and I try to give them that same um, rationale of, you know, for me, calling someone Papi is, yeah, it's like talking to my son. You know. Yeah. It's kind of hard for me to call anybody papi or papi chulo because, um, and it drives me absolutely insane when they call me mommy. Hey, mommy. No. No. This is, again, a personal opinion of mine. And, and uh, again, maybe because I haven't been explained it properly, uh, you know, the, the different uses and, and what it means to different people, but when I hear or read those things, I'm just like, why don't you just call him uncle? Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, that, that's, but that's my reaction. You know, I'm just like, mm, uh, mm, I, 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 I just don't get it. I'm not real quite sure about all that. But again, uh, you know, I have not been uh, formally introduced to that, uh, you know, pattern of thought and why it's used. And I guess I should just go ahead and say it. Some of the some of the fun groups that I'm involved with on Facebook and things like that, I read a lot of that stuff. I know. I'm sorry. I said I'm in them with you, so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, this is for Daddy. I can't wait for him to get home and bend me over and fuck me good. And I'm like, ooh, um, yeah, no. I can't. I just, for me, I just. Now, I, I will say I do, you know, as far as age, I mean, if it's an age thing, okay, it's nothing about age, but it's just the concept of that word. So I don't want people to think, you know, um, right. that I'm some ageist or something. No, that's not it, or that you're <laughs> ageist. It's just the whole concept of daddy. No. Yeah, it, 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 it's, a, it's a little rough for me, I suppose. And everybody's there's got their thing. I don't judge, but, you know, if they like that, you know, okay, cool. You know, um, it's just like, you know, next week, you know, people, we are in anal August. Anal August. So, you know, we're going to be talking about that next week because James is going to be back with me. Um Anal sex isn't for everybody. I don't judge. Well, you know, you know they say love is the wrong hole too. Just say. <laughs> There's a lot. Of, I have a lot of people blowing up my phone right now, um, wanting to know <laughs> why you, if you, what you think about gagging someone. Would James be into gagging? Um, well, we've discussed the choking on the cockpit, so. Um, 
You can't be impolite about pushing heads, that's for sure. <laughs> My, the phone, the the <laughs> the chat is blowing up. Women are cracking up on that about the whole. There's nothing hot about vomiting on a man's cock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I agree with that 100. There's there's, there's oh, my God. Another listener is saying um, putting fingers in her mouth. Yeah, who needs a gag ball? Yeah, See, yeah, you know, that's, that's why I was referring to the thumb. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, who needs a gag ball? You know, fingers, and that's hot. Especially if I'm trying to seduce you and turn you on, I want to, you know, to suck that finger, to suck your, you know, that thumb and get you going. I mean, it's like a little mini, little mini, itty bitty cock, you know, and especially at the most inopportune moment for you, you know, because you know it's gonna make your cock hard. So, you know. <laughs> These women oh, yeah. are really, 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 um, yeah, they're, they're, they're really putting it out there, talking about being pushed down. Again, when you're being held down, is that because you like it rough or you want more of that whole BDSM thing? You know, and guys, do, do you know the difference between that? I mean, are you tying your person up because you want to play rough? And are you going to pay attention to her when she's, like, saying her safe word? You know, there's all these aspects, and there's so many ways to explore, you know, if you're going to hold her down. There's, I mean, especially if you're face down, being held down and entered from behind. Sweet baby Jesus. I need a moment here. <laughs> oh, you know, it's it, it all goes to the same thing as being blindfolded. Um you don't have to be necessarily tied up or manhandled in any way uh, to become submissive and, and um, open to different things because even with the simple blindfolds you're putting, you're putting a lot of trust in that person because then at that point you really have no idea what's coming next. Exactly. Exactly. And you are completely vulnerable to whoever you're with. And when I'm doing my Tantra session, I take your sight away because I don't want you in your head thinking about, okay, this is coming next, that's coming next. You are left without your sight and literally at my hands. And, um, yeah, so everything else is, is more heightened. And the same thing when... You're blindfolded, and it, it may be a, a little bit rough, or maybe you're getting that uh, flogger on your buttocks. I'm getting chills just, I mean, just, be, yeah, because you, everything else is heightened. So, you know, I want to touch on that. Blindfold now wanna, and then is a good thing. Yeah, I, I want to touch a little bit on that vulnerability thing, because I believe also um, that even – even in a sub-dominant type of relationship, I mean, when it's that much, I think, you know, it takes a very special person uh, to be open like that and be vulnerable. And I think sometimes um, people get really, really turned on by becoming that vulnerable. I mean, um, it's, it's hard enough, I think, in today's day and age to trust somebody, just in general, you know, much less, uh, trust them um, when you're completely vulnerable, especially in your most exposed moments. Exactly. Absolutely. You know, and... <laughs> you know, it's, you like, it's like, like so many women uh, that that, that, that uh, become squirters or like all of a sudden they didn't know and they do and they get so embarrassed because yeah. they, were just, they were just, they just let go of everything. They were all completely in the moment. And, you know, the, um, the, the, the floodgates are open and it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. And I think in that moment of vulnerability, they, 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 they I guess because of um, days in the past, you know, there was shame in being so open and so vulnerable and so into, you know, whatever it was that was doing and bringing you pleasure. But I, I, I think it's, I think it's the total opposite. When a woman can do that, 
I think that is the honest thing in the whole world. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely beautiful. When I had my Tantra healing, and I've talked about this a few times on the show before, when I had my Tantra healing, I was completely blindfolded. And it wasn't so much that it was a Tantric healing, but it was more of I was with a lover. And I, for the first time, was able to surrender completely. And I I felt very, very safe with him. It, it was the most liberating thing ever. And, and I was able to get out of my own head and for the very first time, trust. And, yeah, when you just let go of all inhibitions and you're completely surrendered and you're completely vulnerable, it, and that was really the first time that it had gotten I don't want to say rough, but the hair had been pulled. It was quite delicious. And, you know, there's this rhythm that you get and there's a certain time. When, and that's why, you know, I'm it's like getting a tattoo. It's that fine line between pleasure and pain. And your brain is thinking, you know, when you're surrendered, you're not surrendered to that person. You're surrendered to the bot, to your body and the sensations that it's feeling. So when I'm getting a tattoo, it's quite orgasmic. For me, uh, yes, I want another one, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, I want those needles in my in my skin. You know, because it becomes I've surrendered to that moment. Maybe the emotion of what I'm getting tattooed on me, and the same thing goes with sex. And whether it's rough or you're into the BDSM, you know. Um, and I, I I talk about this when, especially when you're coming at her from behind. And there's that penetration from behind. There's a certain moment when you smack that butt and it just drives her wild. I mean, there, there, I've, said, I've had guys tell me, I just start spanking. And, and she doesn't like it. Well, there's a certain way you want it. There's a certain way you have to do it. And there's a certain time when to do it. I mean, you don't want to just flat hand her. But, you know, cup your hand a bit. And, you know, because it's not taking the whole blow, but, you know, get her going. Make Maybe a little love tap to start her out with and see how she progresses from there. But there's a certain time in that rhythm, especially when she's at the height of almost being, you know, climaxing, having that big O, then, yeah, then her brain is going to automatically start thinking, oh, it's going to be more pleasurable. It's going to be more pleasurable. And then she's hitting the mother load of orgasms. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the clit needs a good slap every now and then as well, I'd say. Just my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but like you said, though, in the right way at the right time. You know, you give it a, you give it a good one. I, well, let's, let's just say it, it works. From experience, you know this? Yeah, sure. Not that I have one, but uh, <laughs> you were an active participant in the <laughs> slapping up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, well, yeah. And, it, and and I think it, I think it went. It was a whole gambit of things, you know. The the, the sudden the sudden touch, the sound, the um, the the sound of the wetness, everything came into play, and I, I've seen it work pretty good. I agree. I agree. I mean, and again, when you, a lot of people just have superficial sex. And that's when you're just, you're just humping without a purpose, baby. You're just humping a hump. You're just fucking the fuck. But (laughs) if you open yourself up a little bit more and you're actually using all of your senses, just like you said, well, ago, I mean, you're taking that cock and you're slapping that clit, then you, you, you're feeling both of both of you are using all of those sensations and all your senses, you know, hearing the wetness and hearing the, the the connection and the slap or whatever and the feel of it and everything else of it. And it becomes more erotic and more intense because it's no longer one dimensional sex or superficial right. sex. It is a connected sex now. And so, yeah, you can have some Tantra, meet some BDSM, or meet some um, 
little bit of roughness there and, and still connect because once you awaken that kundalini energy and you get it flowing, yeah. I mean, there's no boundaries. There's no limits on things. And, again, you need to talk about that if you want to set boundaries with it. We have a – hold on. We got somebody saying something here. Um, okay. They're talking about <laughs> spitting on a man. Women who spit on a man, I guess, when they're giving a blowjob. That's not for everyone, and it depends on the heat of the moment. You know, when guys – push us down on them to, like, take it all now. She goes, that's the difference between a dick and a good lover. We've all had them, and, yeah, that's hot. I agree. I agree, you know. It's having that assertiveness. <laughs> I'm telling you, my phone is blowing oh, up. You know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, sometimes even when you throw deep, it can get a little dry, so you get a hot one on there and uh, uh, <laughs> Get it, get it going all over again. So, yeah, because right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want teeth. You don't want that accidental, you know, scraping of the cock. <laughs> no, yeah. Spitting is good. Let's get it. Be all right. Yeah. You know, you got to keep it lubed up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's one listener who's saying she doesn't want to have, you know, she doesn't like it rough. She just wants that connection. And, but occasionally she does like to be held down. And you know, but she's got a whole guilt thing going on. She's like, I don't wanna I don't wanna let on that I like it rough or that I like to be held down a bit because I don't want him to experiment more. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. With that being said, sweetheart, all you have to do is Put, set your boundaries and, and just say, you know, it sounded like a good idea at the moment. Um, I don't like this. And, you know, like I was telling you this morning on your show, um, it may sound like a good idea at the time, but don't completely exclude it. Maybe you're just not in the right frame. Maybe it's not working for you now because you're still self-conscious about it. Or maybe it, it, your brain is on something else because of work or Whatever, and you just couldn't get into it. Maybe put it on yeah, the show. Come back to it you know, later. I, I, agree. I, I agree, and I think, you know, the key to that stuff is definitely communication. And uh, the flip side of that, though, is, is if, if you're going to be timid and, and, you're, and you're kind of not ready to talk about it with your partner and stuff, then definitely I agree, don't, don't go off too far into the experimenting because it could, it's going to go crazy and it's, and it's not going to be what you think it's going to be, and you know, in the end, I think it'll do more harm than good. Um, but you need to find a place uh, in your relationship when you can talk about things like that. And you know what? Even in the moment, you know, um, you can you can still call off certain things. You know, you, you can be all in and stuff, and then be like, you know what? No finger right there, please. <laughs> and then, and hopefully, you just keep on going, and, and you don't ruin the moment. Exactly. You know, and everybody has their definition of what rough sex is and what BDSM is. You know, what some people consider rough sex might be something else to somebody else, you know. And, and again, you have to go through that conversation with someone because you're about to be completely exposed, completely vulnerable, and... It, have that conversation. If you're going to have a conversation, now is not the time to be shy. Because if you're thinking about it, why are you holding off on it? You know, life is too short as it is. So ecstasy is your birthright, people. Discuss things. Get it out in the open. Uh, You know, if your boyfriend wants this and your husband wants this and you're not cool with it, then just say no, not at the time. You know, there has to be consent, and that's in any regard. Safe sex, consensual sex, they go hand in hand. Um, because there's so many different things, you know. Hard sex, uh, you know, some women think that being taken to pound town is rough enough. That's it, nothing else, no more, you know. And um, where rough sex for someone else is 
considered routine in a walk in the park. You know, I think the best thing of the best foreplay is having these conversations with your partner and and not being judgmental. I want to know what you want. You know, James, tell me what you want. Tell me what you seek. Tell me what you desire. Tell me what you crave, you know, and, and put it out there. I'm not, and, and have that notion of I'm not going to judge you if, okay, you want two women or, or whatever or you want to wear whatever. You know, now is not the time to be judgmental. Oh, you want to wear a Depeche Mode shirt? By all means, baby, go ahead and put that on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. But now I, I think that's the, some of the best foreplay is having those conversations and but a lot of people get upset or they start to judge their partner for thinking outside the box or thinking in such a way are you able to discuss such things James are you do you feel open enough to um, who am I asking I've, I've heard your radio shows <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good about it I think oh, I, also, the one that, I guess on that, what I'm asking is like with a partner. Do you feel comfortable enough talking about that with your partner? Yeah, I I, I don't have a problem talking about anything with the, with a partner. I think uh, I think for me it's uh it's about timing. Um, just 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 because of of what I do and things like that, you know, starting a conversation with me. At two o'clock in the morning is not the best time. You're not going to get good, good stuff out of that. But we can talk about it at four o'clock in the afternoon, just fine. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't think I have a problem uh, talking and expressing things like that. It's just, uh, it's just a matter of timing. And I think sometimes that uh, that becomes uh, difficult to navigate because uh, it, it, people, people are on different rhythms. Right. And I think a lot of guys, just because of the times that we are living in now where everybody is overly sensitive, they get butt hurt about everything, um, they take things the wrong way, um, <laughs> you know, guys are afraid to take the lead or to talk about and then you got the extreme opposite you got the guys that are sending you pictures of their cocks in a cock cage i'm like what in the hell i don't even know you you know i got one this morning as a matter of fact i got three dick pics this morning i never seen them never heard of them not on my not in my friends list just random you know whoever's one guy was like mr snake would like to meet you i'm like are you fucking kidding me no. And then another guy sent me a picture of his cock in a cock cage. It was quite entertaining, but no, just no. See, I, see, I, I think I talked about this the other day um, on my show as well. I don't quite understand that. I guess I don't know. You know, I guess I've never understood the you know the, the guy in the trench coat walking around the park and just flashing people. Um, but I guess that would be different because then you get to see their reaction. Um, yeah. Well, you know, that's yeah. part of being the whole warrior or whatever and, you know, shocking the hell. Some of those, some of those things I, I get, I guess, but, but the random dick pic sending, I don't understand because usually, you know, you don't get, well, I, I don't know, you know, personally, but I can't imagine a random dick pic ever getting a warm welcome. Like, uh, you know, now if you guys were talking about different things and going different directions with whatnot and it goes that it goes into the, that that um that realm of conversation, okay, then it's not random anymore. But uh but if I just woke up one day and um decided to send a dick pic to some random person on Facebook or Twitter or, or whomever, I don't I personally I don't I wouldn't get any enjoyment out of doing that. I wouldn't even get a good laugh because I didn't get to see their face. You know, I didn't, I didn't see the look on her eyes, you know, when, when they opened it up and saw it, you know. Exactly, and that's, 
all about it for me. I don't want to see, even if I'm in a relationship with someone, I don't care if we've been together five minutes, five years, or 50 years. Don't send me a dick pic. I want to unwrap that present. I don't care if I saw it this morning and it's now tonight. I still want to have that reaction of unzipping the pants, unbuttoning them, whatever, pulling, you know, looking up at you. That gives me the enjoyment. Don't take it away from me because I guess I have a vivid imagination. But I know there are women out there that like those dick pics. I, I, I would be the opposite in that. I would wait till right before you went inside that confessional and I'd send you a dick pic. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> or like, you know, right before you're going into a, uh, <laughs> into a meeting, you know, leaving, sending you a, net, uh, 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 you know, sending you a sex or something like that. Yeah. That's uh, always. Oh, if, I, if I know you're sitting at a meeting, Oh hell yeah, uh, you know maybe 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 not a personal dick pic, but I'll send you some crazy meme or something that you know <laughs> that has a girl, girl bent over and is talking about dick will, uh, you know something like that. But oh my nice. god, I I have been busy, and I have listened to your show in the morning. And uh, what is it, uh, Dickalish? It's Dickalicious. What is that? Um, yeah, it's from the bottom. Yeah, it says, it says uh, Dick Insider. Yeah, Dick Insider. Yeah, Insider. The, the, the Love Brothers, Brothers bought a juice company. And uh, Dick Insider. Dick Insider. It's delicious. <laughs> oh, my God. But, you know, it again, it, it just, there's just no need for dick pics. I mean, I know I'm going on a random tangent here, but there's no need for for. But you know what? I'm getting boob pictures and yoni pictures, and I'm like, I'm not. Again, people, I'm not a talent scout. You don't need to, women. You don't need to send me that. There's just well, you know, if they feel that adamant about sending stuff, um, yeah, well, just forward it to me. Forward it to you. Sure. If, if, if that's what they're looking for, if they're, if they're looking for some kind of big uh, review of some kind, then why not? I'll send. I'll, I'll forward all correspondence to you for <laughs> take that off of my take that off of my you know take that I don't want to be burdened with it. By the way, there's a listener out there who uh, is from the north that says he's yummy. By the way, James, you're yummy. <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> Quite a few people saying he's yummy. Oh, he's delicious, James. You're getting quite the uh, the fan mail here. Yeah, I, I've never known what to do about all that stuff, but uh, but hey, thank you, I appreciate it, and uh, uh, don't be anonymous. Let me know. Anonymity <laughs> 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 doesn't just doesn't work for me. I I don't care for anonymous stuff. I I like to know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's fun to be anonymous for a little bit and then to, you know, get them all worked up. And then it's like, hey, it's me. Yes, I've I've had that crush on you. But yeah, that's me. I said you were yummy. You know, but again, that's the whole, uh, the mystery of it. Now, you know, I have some people saying, messaging me saying that uh, rough sex is abuse. It's abuse if you don't consent to it. If it's unwarranted or unwelcome. Exactly. There's no con- consent to it. Then, um, yeah. Then definitely um, hit hit the road. Tell somebody about it um, because that that's never a good thing. If it's yeah, like you said, unwarranted, and there's no consent. And for the record, a slurred yes is not consent. It's it's just not consent unless it's clear. You're both, you know, whatever. But a slurred, yeah. yeah. There's, there's 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 definitely things that you need to watch out for in today's day and age. Um, well, actually, we should have been watching out for them this this our entire lives and and paid more attention to things. But I would have to say that especially now, the way today's uh, 
um, just the way today is. And um, if you're not careful, you can find yourself in a really bad spot. And, um, again, as we talked about, communication is key. And um, it doesn't matter what it's about. If, um, if you don't talk about it, I, I recommend probably not, not doing it because then you're going to find yourself on the wrong end of something that could have been, could have been easily avoided. And uh, whether, whether when you talk about it, whether it's agreed upon or, it's, or if it's decided that uh, it's not a good idea, at least then you know and uh, you know what direction you need to go in in the future, and it saves you a lot of headaches. Exactly. I could talk all day and all night about the difference, the differences of BDSM and get really into it and, you know, what we consider rough sex. But, you know, I'm only here for an hour, and we're down to the last four minutes. So, um, I, oh, hold on. I got somebody messaging. Please, ladies, know the guy a while before you're hogtied and he takes off with your credit cards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, uh, not only your credit cards, but leaving you, you know, with some serious wounds and bruises. And, you know, I, again, I've heard horror stories from women that have been left in a hotel room to die. Yeah, that's that's no good at all. That, that's... Because you know they were looking for, they were looking for Mr. Gray, and they found Mr. Holy shit! I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. You definitely, you know, uh, being with somebody that you can that you can trust, even even in a small way, is better um, to experiment and experience things with them rather than uh, a complete stranger that you think maybe the only reason you do that is because you think that they're not gonna judge you. And they're not gonna, um, um, you know, look down upon you and things like that. But I would have to imagine that uh, um, when you when you find something like that, you're you're risking a lot because you don't know what that other person's intentions truly are. Exactly, exactly. And you know, don't just go on some unknown website or. I don't want to put any names out there or whatever or some dating site and tell some guy you're into rough sex. Huh? Can you hear me? I think yes, we lost you. Okay. No, um, but don't just go to some random place looking for this, you know, think out. If, if you want to experiment and you, you want to explore Seek out, um, meet, you know, uh, groups that are, do, do your research. Don't just go in literally blind. And, you know, we're coming up, you know, October is Kinktober, and I can't wait because I love October. So much going on. We'll talk more about Kinktober and BDSM as October comes around and through the entire month. I'm down to the last minute and a half. Thank you so much, James. I'm looking forward to next week. People, you can find James every morning on the Morning Mayhem Show, and I'm going to let him give you the details about that real quick. But stay tuned to Front Porch Sex Talk because next week we are talking anal sex with everybody, the, one of the biggest taboos of the biggest of taboos and because we're in anal August. Not to mention James and I are going to be hitting the road. So you want to make yeah. sure you stay tuned because we got some surprises coming up. So James, tell <laughs> us how we can listen to you. Uh, definitely. Look me up on Facebook. You can find me on the Morning Mayhem radio show page or even maybe hit me up on my uh, regular page, uh, James the Hammer for bio, and that's R-O-B-A-Y-O. Um, I'm posting all over the Internet, so Twitter, James J. Robio. And um, you'll find me, you'll see me, uh, follow people, share the links and stuff, click on it. It's as simple as that. And uh, uh, come party with me and say hi in the chat room because there is always a live chat room during my show. So. Oh, yeah. Some lady just said, oh, I will look you up, honey. Oh, James, 
I'm, I'm loving this, and I'm so excited because after our plans from this morning, oh, it's gonna be fucking fabulous. So thank you. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be fabulous. Thank you so much, as always. Thank you. I, I love you with all my heart, and from my front porch to everybody else, I send you love, and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye bye now. Until next week.